Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And I want to answer a question today. We've been talking about it a little bit this week. Is eternal security a license to sin? So the most frequent ob- objection to the doctrine of eternal security is that it supposedly allows people to live any way they want and still be saved. While this may be technically true, it's not true in reality. A person who has been truly been redeemed by Jesus Christ will not live a life characterized by continuous willful sin. We must draw a distinction between how a Christian should live and what a person must do in order to receive salvation. So the Bible is clear that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ. You can find that in John 3.16, Ephesians 2.8 and 9, and also John 14.6, when Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way to the Father except through me. So the moment a person believes, truly believes in Jesus Christ, he or she is saved and secure in that salvation. It is unbiblical to say that salvation is received by faith, then has to be maintained by works. The Apostle Paul addresses this issue in Galatians 3 and 3 when he said, Are you so foolish? After beginning with the Spirit, you're now trying to obtain your goal by human effort. If we are saved by faith, our salvation is also maintained and secured by faith. We cannot earn our own salvation. Therefore, neither can we earn the maintenance of our salvation. It is God who maintains our salvation. In Jude 24, you can find that. It's God's hand that holds us firmly in His grasp. You can find that in John 10, 28 and 29. It's God's love that nothing can separate us from in Romans 8, 38 and 39. Any denial of eternal security is, in essence, a belief that must maintain our own salvation by our own good works and efforts. This is completely incorrect to salvation by grace. We are saved because of God's Christ's merit, not our own. You can find that in Romans chapter 4. You need to read Romans 4, 5, and 6, and 7 and, and just shout yourself happy because if you could get a revelation of Romans 4, 5, 6, and 7, your life would be transformed forever. To, to claim that we must obey God's word or live a godly life to maintain our salvation is saying that Jesus' death is not sufficient to pay the penalty for our sins. Jesus' death was absolutely sufficient to pay for all of our sins, past in the present and in the future, pre-salvation and post-salvation. Romans 5 and 8, 1 Corinthians 15 and 3. Does this mean that a Christian can live any way he wants to and still be saved? This is essentially a hypothetical question because the Bible makes it clear that true Christians will not live any way he wants to. Christians are new creations in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Christians demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. Not the acts of the flesh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 21. 1 John chapter 3, 6 through 9 clearly states that true Christians will not live in continual sin. In response to the accusation that grace promotes sin, the Apostle Paul declared, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We die to sin. How can we live any longer in it? In Romans chapter 6, 1 and 2. So there is a great revelation there. After we've known grace, why do we keep on using grace? No, we die to sin. Listen, dead people don't talk. So the old you don't have a way anymore unless you give it to him. If you don't recognize who you are, the Bible says you died to sin. You died to the old man. You became a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, everything has become new to you. So eternal security is not a loss of sin. Rather, it's the security of knowing that God's love is guaranteed to those who trust in Christ. Knowing and understanding God's tremendous gift of salvation accomplishes the opposite of giving a loss of sin. How can anyone, knowing the price Jesus 
Christ paid for us, go on to live in sin. You can find that in Romans chapter 6. How could anyone who understands God's unconditional and guaranteed love for those who believe take the love and throw it back into God's face. Now you find in Romans chapter 5 verse 8 that God demonstrated his love to us when we were yet sinners. See, there's nothing you can do to make God love you any more. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any less. Such a person is demonstrating not that eternal security has given him a license to sin, but rather that he or she has not truly experienced salvation through Jesus Christ. No one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or know him. First John chapter 3 verse 6. I hope this is explained a little bit to you. License to sin, eternal security is not a license to sin, but that through the Holy Spirit we're led by the Spirit. See, that's the difference in the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. Under the Old Covenant, we were led by the flesh. We were led by a bunch of rules. But under the New Covenant, we are operating by God's marvelous Spirit, which is a Spirit of grace that flows and operates in us. That's the beauty of grace. That's the purpose of what eternal security is all about. So, I guess that I hope that's answered your question. We've tried to ask some very difficult questions this week, and I hope and pray that we've reached you to be able to ask. If you have a question you'd like to know or a scripture you don't understand, you can write us at HF church the number seven at gmail.com that's hf church the number seven at gmail.com and we want to say thank you and god bless you for all that you're doing in the body of christ because you are a blessing to those that are in christ in jesus name i pray amen thank you for listening to this wonderful message of beauty of grace